Welcome to the Keel Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today. So tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, I am joined by none other than the Dread Pirate Doug. He is joining me, and we are going to be talking about not only what it was like for Festa Legends to happen, but a lot of new information about Fest of Legends for 2024. There's a lot to cover in that. We're going to be talking about the Race of Legends. You may be wondering why this episode is out on a Friday if you're listening to it right now. Uh, otherwise, we're going to be talking about Sea of Thieves' latest edition in the Tall Tale Saga, The Monkey Island, Tall Tale 2, The Legend of Monkey Island. It is a great, great time. It is full of spoilers, so it's at the end of the episode. So we are going to be talking about it. We're also going to be talking about when the spoilers happen. So and consider the whole rest of the episode to be filled with spoilers. So we're going to be talking about that. But first, I have to thank the patrons. They're the ones that went over to patreon.com forward slash keelhauled podcast to support this content to help make sure that it's taking care of the bill. So I want to give them a shout out on the episode as I do every single week. Thank you to People's Republic, Elcute, Balls, Bam Bam Bagel, Captain Chonky, Chateau Neuf, Super Pack, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Static Mirror, DA Gaming, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Godhammer 6, Trickster, Jabaro 5, Jorby Jorbs, Carl Embo, Kazia the Aficionado, Nightstar, Lumpy SRQ, Evil Morpheus, Space Admiral Ors, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Regis Stella, Norwegian, Roger the Brave, Replicated Flame, Rust Belt Kid, Skamelt 666, Captain Dasm, Tommy D, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Captain J Rat of the Flaming Cold Sore, The Lore Chronologist, Dead Eye Dre, Heger Owl, Jeff H, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost, and Zam. Wow, thank you all so much for your support. It really does mean the world to me. Uh, I hope that you all take a listen to this episode. It is very important to me that um, Doug gets some uh, recognition, not only for what he does with Festival Legends, but also for the merchandise that he's putting out there for Festival Legends that will get you early access uh, to tickets for the next Festa Legends, if you're interested in that. Um, I think it's going to be more popular this 2024 year uh, compared to this one, obviously, um, and as well as his Patreon that he's kicking up to help support his content uh, that he puts out on and has been putting out for five years without a Patreon. It's uh, kind of nuts that, that's, that that was a thing. So uh, really excited about that. Got some good news for you. Um, sit back, relax. Let's get into it. Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of the Keelhauled Podcast. Uh, I am joined this week by none other than Dread Pirate Doug, which I always is so hard for me to say for some reason. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Um, but Doug, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Hi, it's good I'm to have you back. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a minute. Yes. And I'm excited to be back. Yeah, so um, we got to actually meet this year. 
when we when yeah. you hosted the Fest of Legends and I actually got to co show up. It was a fantastic event. Uh, I really had a good time there. It was a, a, a perfect opportunity for me to have an excuse to go travel East Coast and actually meet up with a bunch of the Keelhold members uh, there and just get faces to names and voices. And it was really fantastic to meet you as well, too. So I'm really glad we got yeah. a chance to to do that. And uh, I wanted, we talked about it then, but um, I wanted to invite you back on so that we could talk about that and how it was for you and what you thought of it and what you want to do in the future and see if we could get some teases about, you know, Festa Legends 2024. And, I've got a couple uh, in the chamber. Ooh. So I want to talk about that. Um, but not only that, we actually have been hanging out and doing the Monkey Island Tall Tales as well, too. And yes. we've been running with Davram over at uh, uh, Davram TV on, on Twitch as well as the uh, Pirate Talk Radio. And Creo from Creo Gang uh, over on Twitch as well, too. Um, and we've been having a lot of fun there, too. Heck so, of a crew. It's been, it's, it's hilarious to have us go through. Um, we, we, I wish we could have done the second tall tale earlier yesterday because yes. it was, it was hard to push it out for so long out given how long of a tall tale that is too, but it's a project. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but I wanted to, I want to hold off on that because, um, the whole point of bringing you in was I wanted to get some conversation rolling about Festa legends. Uh, it was a great success on uh in february at the end of february and i wanted to bring you on to talk about what was that like for you when you originally started this off it was mostly just because it's something i've been nagging you to do for a long time <laughs> and i feel like i feel like i'm partially to blame for this so if i if if anything i feel like i have to do my due <laughs> diligence of, of bringing you on to to promote the next one as well too i appreciate it um yeah so yeah uh middle of july we all got together uh, or no 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 end of june end of june um we all got together in columbus uh for those of you who you know might not be familiar with the fest of legends or uh you know or obviously didn't make it uh we had just over 200 pirates there we had a cosplay competition a race of legends competition cutlass crusades was going on uh we had a couple of artists there doing their thing we had the mini race of legends uh which was toy boats uh toy sailboats controlled by uh little hand fans which is way more fun than it had any business being um, and probably a bunch of other stuff that I'm forgetting about. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was really cool to meet so many people. Um, I was, I mean, I think everybody there was meeting some really close friends that they'd never met in person. Yeah. Um, I think that almost everybody fell into that category, myself included. Uh, it was so cool to meet, you know, some of them, some people were just like a name that was familiar on Twitter. And then some people were, you know, people I hang out with, uh, you know, every week for hours um, playing video games or watching movies or doing nothing. And and, you know, obviously everybody in between. So having the opportunity to get everybody together, the vibes were just impeccable. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, everyone was so excited to be there. Everyone was so excited to meet each other and hang out. 
and get involved in all the things that were going on. And like, you know, this was my first time running an event, so everything didn't go perfectly. But the few things that didn't go well, people were super chill about. And let me tell you guys, next year is just going to be a whole different situation. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. And I I just want to echo that because it was fantastic to be able to have a place to take over a couple tables and just bring friends together. Um, you know, it was, it was one of those situations where you, you've been with folks for so long in this case, uh, for me, it was, it was multiple years that I've known these folks and to get an opportunity to actually go somewhere, sit down and just be around each other playing sea of thieves or, or just kind of hanging out. You don't, you don't often get that nowadays. Like back in the day, it was always kind of like you and maybe a couple neighborhood or schoolhood kids uh, that that would come over and you'd hang out and you'd play a couple games. You know, you'd play GoldenEye or something like that. And that was the extent, you know, that was the reach of your universe. Um, and nowadays, because of the internet, because of social media and games in general and multiplayer, it is so much easier to meet folks on a broader scale and to to get a chance to actually go meet them is so much more difficult than it used to be when it was just you and your buddies in like a cul-de-sac or something. So yeah. having having a reason and, and I always tell folks about this, you know, like you need a reason to go visit someplace. You know, most people don't usually go on vacations just because it's a vacation. It's, there's usually something there that is drawing them to it. It's either a work event or a convention or, you know, some sort of like a, a, a sweepstakes that they want or something. Um, it's a, a cruise and or, or there's like a, an amusement park. There's a reason why folks typically go visit things. And when games are online, the most we have is typically like big, large conventions. Um, but thanks to, you know, Coconut Fever, we did not really get too many conventions in uh, in the last few years. So not having, so much. No, <laughs> for good reason. Uh, yeah. You know, Coconut Fever sucks. Um but the the fact that we actually have like folks like you, uh, folks like the Sea of Thieves Fest team putting on specific Sea of Thieves focused conventions, regardless of scale, really justifies the, the reason to go spend the money to to take a trip to go do this, to go visit people, because so often than not, most of us usually like to hang out sit in a room in front of a screen and play video games and talk online. Getting us out of the house or out of the apartment or out of the condo is not always the easiest thing to do. <laughs> so I really love the fact that you did this because not only did you just say, hey, we're doing this and it's a thing that you can come come to, but you had the 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 mini race of legends, which isn't just you know, little ships, you know, pushing a little ship across a, a thing of water with a little a little fan. It's also the fact that you gave people the opportunity to fully customize it, you know, with paints and stuff. Oh, they could, yeah. They could the paint it all up. So cool. And they did such a good job. So many ships were, were just had some of the coolest livery sets that I'm like, oh, I would buy that in the Pirate Emporium. That looks great. Right. Um, I wish yeah, and then some people just perfectly recreated one. The guy that yeah. won did the NAL sales and did a fantastic job. Yeah, go figure, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. So, but it was it was an opportunity for us to do something beyond just what was what was actually the the main attraction, which I think was getting to meet other folks there. <laughs> 
Um, so I wanted to ask you, with the retrospect and some time between now and when Festa Legends happened, were there anything, uh, were there any events at the Festa Legends that you really uh, thought did well or got feedback on um, that you want to bring forward with the next Fest of Legends? I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, we're going to be doing almost everything we did year one, year two. It's just going to be bigger and better organized and oh, more wow. awesomer. Uh, the mini race of Legends is a great example. Mm -hmm. um, so we had a... Uh, uh, actually, shout out to Golden Day Coffee uh, at, I think, GDC Roadrunner on Twitter. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt was there selling his coffee, which is fantastic. Um, and he also had free samples, which is even more fantastic. And uh, he brought this giant flat wooden box for us to have the mini race of legends in. It's probably, I don't know, eight feet by three feet, something yeah. in that neighborhood. Um, it's still sitting out of my back porch. I could run and measure, but something like that. So we, it was awesome. And we had like some, you know, kind of fish tank stuff in there to act as obstacles. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's cool. But next year for the mini race of legends, and this is actually the first time I've talked about this. So I can't discuss the, uh, venue just yet. Cause I haven't signed the paperwork. Okay. Uh, but that is pending very soon. I will have a venue. And when I have the venue, that means I have a date. I'll be able to announce the date. I know a lot of people have been wondering when we're going to have a date. We're going to have a date very, very soon. Uh, within 30 days of when this episode's coming out, which is the beginning of September. You should be able to hold me to that. Uh, we should have a date announced. Um, also, the venue I'm looking at has an indoor pool. That indoor pool is very small and about four feet deep the whole way around. And what we're going to be doing is taking the mini race of legends and make it, we might have to rename it the medium race of legends uh, <laughs> because, <laughs> because we're going to have, um, we're going to have the, the boats again, they, they, they worked so well. And like, I, I could go on and on about how much work it was to find those boats that would work for the mini race of legends uh, because your average toy sailboat, when you actually try to use it as a sailboat, just tips over. Uh, we actually had special navigation sails, uh, which the guy who owns the company that makes the toy uh, or the, the toy sailboats mm. explained to me that they are fashioned after trade wind sails. Um, and I nodded and pretended to know what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, but he's like, do you know anything about sailing? I was like, ah, a little. And then he said a bunch of stuff I didn't understand. Um, but anyway, so he. <laughs> Uh, he actually tested this out with the race of legends branding on the sails it was so cool, uh, but you can maneuver them really well with the hand fan. Um, you're not just kind of pushing the ship in a general direction. You can really turn them and maneuver them really well. So uh, we're the, like in this pool, we're going to be able to use, I think, most of this indoor pool for the mini race of legends. And then what we're what I'm going to do is buy a couple of pool skimmers and pop off the skimmer part and uh, replace that with an electric hand fan. And we will be using that to maneuver the boats around. Uh, there may or may not be a Megalodon making an appearance uh, in the form of a remote control shark. I've got a few other surprises in store. Uh, we're also gonna have the opportunity for you to decorate your boat should you want to. Um, that will be an option as well. And we're gonna ha try and have some more like group art project type things going on. Mm -hmm. um, 
which I'm excited about as well. There's a lot, but yes, like the mini race alleged is a good example. We did it the first year and it worked really well and we're just going to go bigger and better. Uh, Cutlass Crusades is planning to be back. I'm very excited about that. Um, we'll have more details on that. We're going to have a uh, much larger race of legends tournament where a whole bunch of crews can get involved. We'll have prelims starting in probably February or March for ticket holders. Um, you know, sometime after tickets have gone on sale, obviously, uh, we'll have prelims for those tournaments. Then we'll have the final rounds going on at the event. Um, it's going to be very exciting. Now there's, there's excited. You're talking about a lot of stuff here, Doug, that, that, that sounds like a lot to pack into 24 hours of a, of an event. <laughs> How are you well, going to manage uh, this? Last year, uh, was a day and a half. Basically it was Friday half the day and then all day Saturday this year we are shooting for basically a three-day event uh kicking off on Friday all day Saturday and most of the day Sunday um if we're going with the venue that I think we're going with we will also have hotel rooms on site uh kind of a conference center type vibe um there's a restaurant on site and a pub we'll, we'll get into to more about the venue once I've signed paper uh paperwork with them but that is forthcoming that's amazing. So stay tuned. I'm excited. Three days of piracy, all in, all in, in for the most part, Columbus, Ohio is going to be for sure. Yep. Okay, that's yep. that's fantastic, dude. That's a, a huge, a huge step up from just what even like Sea of Thieves, uh, of Thieves Fest was doing. Three days is going to be a lot of time for folks to be able to dip in and dip out, spend some time, yep. check out a lot of different events and maybe not feel so, uh, so pressured to, to necessarily run around. So I, I exactly. wanted to ask, there's, there's going to be a lot of events going on with Festa Legends 2024. Um, but I imagine that there's probably going to be some downtime in between then. So is there any plans to have any kind of, uh, food or, or, uh, food trucks catering, any kind of things like that? available for folks that are interested yes we the venue we're looking at has a pub and a restaurant on site the restaurant will do breakfast and lunch the pub will do dinner um it's also in an area where there's a ton of restaurants and stuff that you can easily some of them you can actually walk to uh and if within a five minute drive there's a whole bunch of dining options if you're looking for something uh you know a little past standard pub fare um, I'm still working on what all food options we are going to have, um, but there will be plenty of food available. And uh, if you're looking for something a little beyond what we've got available, you should have plenty of options there as well. That's fantastic. Okay, so there's plenty of stuff to do as far as events. You've got uh, lodging, you've got uh, food covered. Um, what about uh, content creators and uh, crafters? Is is uh, their plans in in store for them are there any uh anything that you can share yet or or anything uh that, that folks should look forward to yes i can definitely say we're going to be doing quite a few creator panels throughout the event um so you're going to get a chance to and also hopefully some meet and greets by the way uh with some of the creators that are there uh potentially even some community meetups as well so if you are a creator um, who would like to get involved in maybe one of our panels or help host something or get involved in any way, be sure to reach out to me. Um, also, if you're uh, we're running a community, 
um, or know someone that is, and you might like to have a little meetup or have some space that's set aside for your community to hang out for a few hours or what have you, uh, definitely be sure to reach out to me. I would love to help facilitate that. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, if you are a creator in terms of a craftsperson, uh, and you make stuff and you would like to sell it or even just like show it off and, uh, you know, um, get, you know, have have uh, maybe even send some stuff to, uh, you know, auction off for maybe some of the charity things that we'll be doing, which I'll have mm -hmm. more details about uh, soon. Uh, definitely reach out. We are definitely going to have space for vendors, for people to come in and set up a little booth and sell your sea of thieves wares uh the sooner you reach out the better uh twitter's a good way to go at dread doug or you can find me on discord pretty easily as well i'm an easy guy to get in touch with definitely awesome that's that's great to hear i'm trying to think if there's anything else that i can think of where i want to make sure that it gets addressed it sounds like you've got a little bit of everything for anyone that is uh coming over um i won't bring up any of the stuff that i think we've talked about as far as stuff that isn't <laughs> confirmed yet but i think uh i think so this, much yeah so much is confirmed so, well i mean you know so much of this is in flux and you know keep in mind we're almost a year out from festa legends 24 so yeah. things could change like one thing i'm really excited about is a sea of thieves trivia contest mm. uh that's also going to work into a sea of thieves game game show with hopefully some really cool prizes so things like that i'm hoping to make that happen i think it would be awesome i have a very ambitious idea uh for a couple of kind of mini events throughout the weekend maybe some type of award ceremony uh maybe uh a uh an after party i well we're definitely going to have an after party the question is where it'll be mm -hmm. things like that i have some cool ideas can't confirm anything yet but it's going to be awesome. Fantastic. And if people want to learn more about this or maybe even go about supporting you in this endeavor, what would be a good way for them to start with those? So if you go to uh, at Festive Legends on Twitter or at Dread Doug, you'll see a link tree uh, in my bio. Uh, if you click on that. So there's a couple of things you can do here. Uh, if you would like to get uh, actually some Festive Legends 23 merch, you can do that right now. The link is in the bio at Festa Legends on Twitter or in our bio on Instagram. Um, if you jump in there, any merch purchase gets you uh, early access to tickets next year. Um, so realistically speaking, if you buy a piece of merch or uh, also if you subscribe to the new Race of Legends Patreon, um, either of those will get you early access to tickets for Festive Legends 24. Uh, as a way of just saying thank you for your support. Um, like I said, realistically speaking, it guarantees that you'll get a chance to buy a ticket for next year. Uh, last year, tickets did sell out really fast. Um, and with all the hype from last year, I'm expecting we will sell out quickly again this year. So that's an option. Um, if you do go over to the Race of Legends Patreon, uh, you'll also have some little insights, some of what I talked about here, some stuff in addition to what I've talked about here. Uh, I'm going to be dropping some just kind of a an update once or twice a month at least uh, about what we're working on for the Race of Legends. You know, we've got the fifth anniversary coming up. We're planning something big for that. Uh, you know, some of the details of what I'm working on and planning for the Fest of Legends, uh, all that good stuff. So I'm going to be keeping our Patreon supporters 
informed as I'm uh, working on everything over the coming months here. Fantastic. So I'm going to have links to not only your link tree uh, on, on Twitter, but also the Discord server and as well as your Patreon to make sure that folks have an opportunity to support this and make sure that this is a thing that happens because, you know, ticket sales are good. Uh, ticket sales help. They cover the costs and helps hopefully, if uh, if possible, help try and kickstart the next year's convention because if you guys think about it, realistically, conventions are all built off of the ticket price. So if yep. if the ticket price doesn't cover the costs of the actual convention, chances are it's not going to happen again. And if you're anything this like me, correct. I want this to be a regular thing. Uh, now that we've got one in the United States, uh, it's a lot easier to go to Ohio than it is to go to England, uh, being from California. <laughs> and I want to make sure that I get a chance to go see a lot of my friends over on the East Coast on a more regular basis uh, it means a lot to me to be able to do that. So I'm going to have links. Uh, be sure you guys get an opportunity if you can. It's always appreciated to support Doug in these endeavors. Um, but speaking of legends, Doug, you've got an event tomorrow. We're recording this on Friday. I'm going to put this yes. out on Friday. You've got an event tomorrow that you have to host, and it's going to be another race of legends. Yes. Uh, if you're yeah, if you're listening to this on the 1st or 2nd of September, uh, it is most likely not too late. Uh, yeah. So tomorrow, which is Saturday, September 2nd, we've got a race of legends. Uh, we have the winners actually of the SOT Fest Race of Legends tournament uh, going up against a brand new crew that is very ambitious and I think very ready uh, to take on this challenge. So I'm, I'm interested to see how this is going to go. Uh, we've got, um, yeah, you know, we're going to be doing our race of legends thing. It's been really great. The first half of this year was so hectic, uh, planning for the fest of legends, <laughs> obviously. And then we were also doing like preliminaries for our SOT fest tournament. Uh, and we did some charity events in there and we just didn't have a lot of chances to get down to some solid regular season old-fashioned race of legends fun so that's what we're doing now um we've got uh you know we're there aren't a ton of events out there that are still just taking uh registrations from the sea of thieves community and i'm really excited that we can do that mm -hmm. um it's you know a shame that i can't get you know of course in a perfect world i'd love to do the race of legends three times a week and anybody that wants to race can race but you know realistically speaking we've always got more registrations than we have crews but i want to get as many regular season races in as we can so that everybody gets a chance to race and if you've never watched a race of legends before it's worth swinging by just for the novelty of it honestly uh we've got an in-game camera crew that is the best in the biz yeah. just a magnificent group of people uh and it's you know we're basically running a cooperative obstacle course based in sea of thieves uh and we've been doing it for nine seasons uh and we're currently preparing for our fifth anniversary tournament in yeah. uh probably early november that's amazing man it's it's been so cool to see this uh kind of just continue to persist over the years you know especially like you mentioned there's been a lot of folks that have had events and stuff like that and they've come and gone and we've seen some attempts uh for other groups that have kind of tried to kick things off but for whatever reason through you know sheer perseverance or a, a, a genuine <laughs> desire to try and stop another ship while they're sailing around uh, a lot of folks have just really loved coming to this and uh, I'm hoping that this is just something that becomes like indoctrinated into the history of Sea of Thieves is the race of legends was just a thing that was a part of the community for a long time um, I don't know about you but 
I've been playing uh, Fallout 76 as a kind of a weird off game between yeah. uh, seasons. And the community there, ever since they introduced a pacifist mode, it feels like, has just been amazingly helpful. And every time I think about, you know, like, oh, well, you know, it'd be great if we had more of that in Sea of Thieves. Um, I always think about the fact that Race of Legends is two competitive teams coming together to really try and and show their prowess at Sea of Thieves, uh, yeah. running through this obstacle course and getting to see that to me is is way cooler than uh, you know some of the the deck shots that you'll see with uh, hourglass uh clips or you know like people getting uh, uh two two quick shots in succession through some sort of interesting uh, questionable methods on a player <laughs> as they're getting knocked into the sky off of their boat but you know s- seeing the fest of legends come to life like that is is always great and i'm i'm hoping that folks will get an opportunity again to really just show up and come watch this um i unfortunately won't be able to make it uh this falls on a weekend where i have a majority of the cast of god of war showing up to sacramento california and oh yeah that's that's awesome kind of hard to miss that kind of a convention but uh you can can catch the replay on youtube later that you're gonna want to make it to that yeah that's awesome so and if you guys (laughs) didn't know again the festive legend stuff you you can always watch the vod on twitch but you can always catch it on legends yes sorry it's it's my fault for the naming convention you, you really mess me up every time it's, <laughs> it's if it's not fault. your name it's it's the fest of legends or race of legends <laughs> that was just i've created content <laughs> just to make life for podcasters hard um it would help it if, tough. <laughs> it would help if i slowed down and actually thought about what i was actually saying but ah, who does that whatever. on a podcast who has the time <laughs> so race of legends you can catch the vod on the on the twitch stream but you can also go to youtube and, and check it out as well too yeah um, you can even watch on Twitter. We're yeah. the, the one the one person streaming on Twitter. <laughs> love it. I love the fact that that's even a thing because every I, I think I was watching I was on Twitter the other day and uh, I think it was Omen of all of all companies was doing like a Twitch mm. stream and they had the they had Twitter streaming as well too and they're like doing a giveaway and I'm like there's no chat like how do I yeah. how do I type in what I gotta type in to get yeah. this this console there's no anything. there's nothing it's just a live stream that happens to also be on twitter but you know we do have some people that seem to prefer to tune in and watch on twitter uh you know you know which is cool if it if it could be something that was streamed to spotify i'm sure you guys would Mm. you would you would figure it out you could probably do tiktok streams as well there's so many places I do, man, there's too many places for this kind of stuff to happen. It's so really? hard to manage it all, um, it which really is, is why they have social media managers who get tons and tons of hate online, even though they're doing the, the hardest of work to try and get content everywhere. <laughs> I um, did social media management back earlier in my marketing career. It is a tough job. Yeah. Shout out to those that are that are having to de- handle that, man. I don't I don't ever. I don't, I don't know how well I would handle that, um, but I'm sure I would have fun trying at some point. So we've covered Fest of Legends. We've covered Race of Legends. We've we've haven't really dove into actual Sea of Thieves news or anything like that. But we did get an opportunity, and shout out to Davram and Creo for for jumping in with us to try yeah. out the latest Monkey Island Tall Tale. So I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on this because from my perspective, I've I've played the first and second games. Um, which helped tremendously given that 
a lot of what happens in this tall tale is very rooted in what the original game had in it. But you're coming to this from a perspective of someone who's never played the Monkey Island game. And I want to get Correct. your thoughts on this because it's going to be helpful for me to more or less hear how approachable or, or how um, clear a lot of the instructions are uh, from that perspective. Because I already know like, oh, we're doing this. I know exactly who we're going to run into. I know exactly yeah. what we'll have to do. So from your perspective... You've played through Tall Tale 1. You had a really good time with that. Tall yes. Tale 2, is this accessible to someone who hasn't played the Monkey Island games? I think it definitely is. I think that this this set of Tall Tales is something that, especially if you're a longtime Sea of Thieves player, uh, I think you need to go into it without a lot of expectations or assumptions that these are going to work exactly how all the other Tall Tales have worked. Um you know, there isn't a bunch of platforming or complicated runes and puzzles and, you know, uh, getting fragments of a map that you piece together to go to the right place. It's, it's much more about, you know, experiencing this new area and this new world. And like it really does. And again, this is as someone who hasn't played Monkey Island at all. But just from what I've seen, it feels more like adding Monkey Island, the game to Sea of Thieves than it is adding, you know, some characters from Monkey Island or, oh, we're using the setting from Monkey Island. But it's still basically a Sea of Thieves experience. I feel like yeah. it's a little bit more of a Monkey Island experience, um, but that's not a bad thing at all. Uh, working through and, and some of this is a, a tad spoilery. So, you know, uh FYI, but, um, you know, if you haven't run it yet and you're super worried about spoilers, uh, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe skip ahead. Now, but now's a good time. We could probably say like, there's going to be some spoilers. So just kind of, we want to talk about our experience with it. So, right. and this is coming out like a day after the actual event came out. So I wanted to make sure that we save this to the last bit, just because there's going to be stuff that we're probably going to be considered spoilers. So if you're, if you're really concerned about that, 100% respect it, hit pause, swap over to something else that you want to listen to over the weekend. And then when you get a chance to play through this, definitely drop back in to hear the rest of our thoughts on it. There you go. Yes. Um, but like the way that they moved the kind of point and click insult combat mm -hmm. into Sea of Thieves, I thought that was very creative and kind of brilliant. Um, I liked, I mean, I just said there wasn't platforming, but there's a whole platforming obstacle course thing yeah. for you to go run <laughs> through, and which is classic Sea of Thieves. Um, and I saw somebody under 16 seconds yeah. on Twitter. How's that even possible? Yeah. I don't, that makes no sense to me. Clear, um, but clearly, amazing, hacking. Uh, clearly hacking. Clearly hacking. Just floating around aimbotting and yeah yes definitely not just someone who's way way better at that game than i am there's nope. a better explanation now that i think about it and this is this is definitely spoiler territory so if you really have hung out here thinking that you're not you can handle like a few spoilers this is really spoilery i wonder if you could shoot the bells or if you actually have to ring them i gotta test oh. that now oh that would save you a ton of time yeah you could sort you could go across that yeah. first like little bridge area 
ring that one, shoot the other one, sort over. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. That's a good question. I really want to know. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, it, it, that was a, a, an amazing feat. Whoever's got that, congratulations. I think uh, I think the best time that we had was Carrillo's 25, 22 seconds. I think it was 22 seconds and some change. Something like that. Yeah. But I think that was the best on our crew. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Um, don't tell Carrillo I said that. But yeah, no, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I thought the whole thing was was really cool. And I thought there was a lot of unique stuff in there. And like having a knockoff, uh, definitely licensed, but not licensed Black Pearl. These things are genuinely funny. Mm -hmm. As long as you take the time to slow down and like read the signs and go through the dialogue trees like this just is these Monkey Island Tall Tales, especially you don't want to speed run these things. You want to jump in and take your time and talk to everybody because there's little jokes everywhere. And I don't even get half of them because I didn't play the games, but it doesn't matter. They're still really entertaining stuff. The characters are hilarious. That sales guy down oh, by yeah. the dock <laughs> was awesome. The little jokes about the texture on his jacket. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was just it was great and it was unique. And, you know, going out to uh Oh, who, what, where was the little side island that we went to to capture Meat the hook. giant beast? Yeah, Meat hook. Meat hook on Hook Island. I mean, come on. That, that stuff is just <laughs> dynamite. And the way they're doing it in this, you know, still technically open world, but you feel like it's guiding you. Like it was, again, it was a little long. I The only complaint I would have is Mike could have broken this up into two tall tales. Uh, but mm -hmm. either way. I mean, you know, obviously they've had to restructure the content. There was I don't I don't think there was a real clear, you know, delineating point like, oh, we're finishing this. So they, they would have had yeah. to restructure it all. But um, I thought it was awesome. I had a great time. Zip lines are the coolest thing ever. And I hope they add them everywhere in the main game. <laughs> It'd be so cool. I mean, come on. Top of Galleon's yeah. grave over to the sovereigns oh, or yeah. something. Throw yeah. us a bone. Gotta um, equip a hook and then you can zip line all uh, you want. That'd be so cool. Um, but yeah. yeah, I had a fantastic time. So I wanted to talk about uh, this tall tale because I genuinely think that the trilogy of these tall tales, uh, the third one remains to be seen, how that's going to work. I'm excited to see it because I think that it's, we, we don't know what it's going to look like. I have ideas of what it's going to look like because of the, the, you know, the experience that I've had playing the games, but um, to have those realized in 3D will be very interesting. And I'm really looking forward to it. The scale of the rest of Melee Island is amazing. The right. fact that they've been able to they, they've been able to recreate uh, the game. And when you brought it up, I didn't want to stop you, but I have to echo the sentiment. This feels like the first monkey island game built into sea of thieves as just its own testament to point and click adventures from lucasfilms and and just how good monkey island is um the the reverence paid to this the the little details like i was telling you uh when we were playing there's a troll uh like a paper mache troll head with a flannel jacket next to a bridge that is a clear reference to the first game where you had to bring a red herring to a troll to be able to cross the bridge. And then <laughs> as you cross the bridge and leave, it stays on the on the troll 
and the troll takes his head off and it turns out to be a, a you know a, a second rate George Lucas underneath <laughs> and it's just it's just the little jokes like that pay off so much more when you understand the reference and one of the things that I wanted to to talk about too was the fact that you talked about talking about to each of the NPCs and going through each of the dialogue trees having NPCs now fully voiced and having all of the dialogue trees fully voiced and having all of the journals fully voiced is such a cool experience. It really does add to the immersion. It adds to the feel that this is a, a real uh, full on like world that you're experiencing and to get to get an opportunity to go down to Stan's uh, secondhand uh, boat shop and to have him do what he does in the first game, which is kind of walk you through all of the different ships and kind of say what their pros are and, you know, kind of sell you on them, um, as well as like the obsidian capstan and the obsidian cannon. That was dirty. The obsidian, the obsidian capstan sitting there was messed up. It's so good <laughs> that you can't help but love it. And if there was ever a time where I think Rare could have done something nice for the community beyond like obviously just making content for us for free, right? But if they could have done something as a reward, I think this would have been the opportunity where they could have given folks the Obsidian Capstan. And if yeah. they, but you had to, you know, like lock it behind all the commendations for all of the tall tales. And just, you know, the dedicated people who sat through all of the dialogue trees and stuff like, yep, it, it would have been so cool to be like, hey, there's the obsidian capstan and they're going to flaunt it in front of you. But at the end of the day, you are actually going to get it. You just don't know it till the third tall tale. Like something like that, I think would have been if that's what they're doing, that would be amazing. Yeah. I, I hope so. There's time rare. There's time. I already have it, so I don't care. But I would love Same. for folks to be able to to be able to like get it that way as as just kind of a nice like wink and a nod like you know we 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 teased it in front of you and it was because we really knew that we were going to give it to you in the end. Exactly. The fact that's the way. The fact that these are approachable from your perspective. Um I have to say that the Fettuccini brothers uh, we're, the, the, there's an obstacle course in the big, uh, in the actual big tent, um, circus. And this is something that I think rare needs to do more often. Uh, I've seen games like Astrobot and neon white where it's a, it's a, it's a time trial. Like you're, you're playing through those games. You're trying to complete the level as fast as possible and your time gets recorded and having a crew of four go through this one by one to try and best each other's time through this obstacle course uh, not only harkens back to the shooting out of a cannon with a with a, a pot on your head to <laughs> to test out whether or not it's safe to do but it also gives you a, a replayability uh, feature that you know we spent a fair amount of time there and finally had to concede because yeah we realize like there's still more that we got to do. We can't just sit here and we try and been there all night yeah, easily really could have. Um, but it was something where it was like, you know, I can't wait to go back and play the tall tale again, just so I can get to that obstacle course so I can yeah. get my time. 
And if there was ever, ever something like that, that needs to be added to Sea of Thieves, that that is something that I think needs to be done more often. I think, you know, we have the Spire with the Sea Dog Tavern and the obstacle course around there, but at no point is there a global list of who's got the best time. Like ledgers are great. Everyone's, everyone loves getting free cosmetics, you know, by working on your emissary ledgers and stuff. And you get, you know, you get your spyglass and get your tankard and stuff like that. And you see the number of people who have the highest, uh, amount of gold earned as an emissary but all of that pales in comparison to seeing who has the shortest amount of time on a you know 30 second or better 20 second or better obstacle course in yep. a tall tale i don't care a hoot about who's got <laughs> the highest number of ledgers because there's alliance servers out there and they're going to be farming gold all day yeah. But you, you show me who's got the fastest time on a on a an obstacle course like this, bro. That's that's competitive in a in Absolutely. a global way, right there. It would um, be so cool to just take exactly what they have in the tall tale, the little board that that shows the fastest time on the crew and your fastest time. Throw that up at the Sea Dog Tavern so that anybody can go over there, record their time between the bells, and you know, post it on Twitter. It'd be so much fun. Yeah definitely need something akin to that because i think that is realistically one of the coolest things that came out of the tall tale now i love the insult system i think the insult system's great shout out to rare thief who i saw posted the um the pairings on twitter for folks that are having trouble with it um and it is kind of a little bit of a a you know there's not really a good way to unless you're listening to murray um there's not really a good way to know if you're doing it right or or uh-huh. what you have to do like i i noticed we were we were smacking the pirate with our swords a lot and there was no registration outside of the musical dings that that was a positive thing to do or a negative thing to do um so i think something like that like having a little more uh visibility on what's actually going with that would would help out a lot but having something like that built into Sea of Thieves 2 was really cool and a real testament to what it was in the first game as well. Um, I wanted you brought up Meat Hook. I, I would love for you to, to kind of share your thoughts on Meat Hook because I knew it was coming and, <laughs> and I was just waiting for it. And it was so great to have the reaction. But what was it like going to Meat Hook Island uh, with the beast? Yeah, I mean, I had no expectations. And one of the first things we notice is the eyes watching us from the the, uh, bushes and the low growl. It was very unsettling um, and made you not want to venture when you got off that that zip line. You don't really want to (laughs) venture left. It seems dangerous. You want to go over to the right to find out what's going on out here. Um, And he was so scared uh, of the beast. and that whole reveal was just magnificent. And, you know, you kind of see it coming, but it was it still landed so well. Yeah. The way they did that was just from like a, a writing perspective, like a game, just from a production standpoint, the music and the sound and the camera shake and just the timing of all the lighting, even just it was great. Yeah. Uh, and like, what a great character. And I love that you bring this is, you know, the beast back and he's still terrified, <laughs> um, you know, throw it in the cage. But like we saw the cage, it wasn't a very big cage. The beast <laughs> had to fit in there. So we knew it couldn't be that big. Um, 
but no, it was great. And like, again, I didn't really know what to expect, uh, but I was just having to go. All these characters are hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm having a great time. Like I played um, high on life a few months ago mm. and I, re I recommend the game. It's really fun as, as a shooter. It's a really good time. But also the game is hilarious. The characters are great. The dialogue is really, really funny. And I was just sitting there playing the game like, why don't we get more comedy in games? It's such a great platform for comedy. And obviously we have over the years some of some of the you know games that were hilarious. I just hadn't played like Monkey Island. But I love that Sea of Thieves and of course Sea of Thieves has always had a sense of humor to it. Um, but that really comes out with the Monkey Island stuff, which I I enjoy. Yeah, I, I think they did a fantastic job. I have not seen a a joke played that well uh, outside of like cinema. Like it's yeah, it's, like a Pixar movie. Yeah, it's such a Pixar movie feel. Um, and to, to actually have that in a game, it's so it was great. I just I could not I knew it was coming and I couldn't wait to hear you guys <laughs> relaxions. So and it great. was and it paid off so well. It was such a great experience, <laughs> yeah. man. I, I love it. I hope everyone gets an opportunity to really dive into that and, and experience it the way you guys did, because it's so, so much fun to see other folks reacting that way and, and just be so surprised by what actually happens. So I wanted to just kind of uh, round things off here and kind of get your thoughts on Sea of Thieves right now with uh, Pirate Legend is uh, Pirate Legend Week is coming up. Um, that'll be really fun. But are you looking forward to the third tall tale? Any anything that you want to, uh, to that you're kind of curious about with as far as like LeChuck? Because right now it's it's been kind of a, um, a situation where LeChuck is clearly flaunting uh, how much how much he's going to enjoy taking over the Sea of Thieves, um, which is a stark contrast to what we've uh, kind of had in Sea of Thieves with most people. Most people are trying to take over Sea of Thieves or stop the Pirate Lord, but in a very kind of um, malicious intent, whereas it feels like LeChuck is like, I'm going to steal the, the king's crown and then sit in the throne while everyone's running around looking for the crown kind of mode as opposed to like i'm going to sit down and murder everyone and cause everyone you know burn everything down so i wanted to get your thoughts on like lechuk how do you feel about that character um you know are you looking forward to the finale uh whatever it may be for for tall tale 3 i'm definitely excited for tall tale 3 um i mean broadly speaking with tall tales especially after the pirate's life and how beautifully Pirates of the Caribbean was woven into Sea of Thieves. In terms of tall tales, I'm basically down for whatever Rare wants to do at this point. I don't really have a reason to mistrust them. Not every tall tale is perfect, but I do think that overall they have gotten consistently better every time they've released another tall tale. Even mm. that set of the initial nine um, is a little hit and miss. You know, some are better than others. The trickster ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> uh, it's, it's noises. Um, but like, you know, but then, I mean, uh, Shores of Gold is magnificent and might still arguably be the best tall tale. Anyway, I've been having Ooh. a great time. Oh. I'm down for. Yeah. OK. Uh, OK. Just debatable. But <laughs> it's one of the most fun things to do in the game for me still. 
is to run shores of gold i have a great time with it every time mm. but uh but yeah i i i'm basically down for wherever they want to take us at this point with tall tales uh lechuk is definitely playing a very interesting game here uh i'm definitely interested to see how all of this plays out now that we know he's been impersonating the pirate lord um how effective does that what is his overall plan here uh is he in league with with like what's his what's his deal with flameheart mm-hmm. um and i'm not i'm not a lore expert so some of these questions may have already been answered but uh but yeah i'm having fun just seeing where this goes i'm definitely excited to see the final installment of the monkey island stuff i mean if it's anything if it's half as good as the final installment of the pirate's life stuff it's gonna be it's gonna be magnificent and like i said i feel like they've been generally getting better uh so yeah i can't wait to see where they're gonna take us um i you know and i mean i'm i'm still genuinely excited about the future of the game i obviously there are some dissenting voices on that topic these days uh and some of those voices make some pretty valid points um but also (laughs) uh you know this is just how it goes though right like they Mm -hmm. this is a this is a team that is you know, a quarter the size of, you know, maybe Bungie or someone like that. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, a quarter, a third the size. They're trying to support a live service game and they're trying to bring free updates mm-hmm. uh, and do it all on a budget where the Emporium can cover the costs of producing this stuff. Yeah. Uh, because if it can't, then they're then they're losing money yeah. <laughs> instead of making money. And that matters. Uh, because games that lose money are only going to stick around for so long and a game that makes money can stick around forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check out world of Warcraft or destiny. Yeah. Um, they're not slowing down or guild and wars too, these, for that matter. Oddly enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, fallout 76 has found a community yeah. against all odds. You know, speaking of which I've never played it, but I know they have a community around them. Um, which is amazing. Really surprising. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is after that launch, obviously. But yeah, I'm excited for the future of the game. I think that some people just get a little too sucked into it, which we've all been there. Um, But, you know, when you're not enjoying the game, here's, you know, just stop playing it. It's cool. Mm -hmm. There's other games and and you can jump in and play those. And then when you jump back to see if these have such a great time, Um, you know, play it one or two nights a week or play it every night. And, you know, just uh, focus on what is in the game and instead of what isn't uh, whatever works for you. Some people just, I think, tend to, you know, because the game's addictive. It's a great game loop. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And there's infinity things to go and do and commendations to get done and content and all that good stuff, uh, which is great. But it also means it can be a, a bottomless pit. Uh, if you fall into it and uh, don't have an out for yourself, you know, just have a, <laughs> a game that's nothing like Sea of Thieves that you play every once in a while in between. I've been playing some Battle Bit recently, having a great time with that. A uh, little Master Chief collection action sometimes mm-hmm. uh, is a good way to mix it up. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited for the 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 short term and long term future of the game, just because I mean, they, the the updates the you know even like the quality of life stuff that they put into the game i don't know if people appreciate that pretty much every quality of life change and i know that someone's going to disagree with this but 
broadly speaking, almost all of the quality of life changes they've added to the game have indisputably made it better. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, even just the addition of the sovereigns that came along with captaincy wildly improved the the game loop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the changes to harpoons that goes without saying the availability of storage crates and all this great stuff. It's just fantastic. Um, it would be a great, again, a great update to the game that we uh, that that would be a good quality of life update. Custom servers. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to uh, I was going to keep it simple. Uh, those <laughs> those front cannons, those chaser cannons, stern chasers, stern chasers yes. on on uh, the, mm. the ships uh, in, in Monkey Island cool. Tall Tale. That would be pretty cool. Just saying they I did look fun. Yeah. I would be very curious if that's a thing that actually happens because I can imagine with, and for those of you that haven't played the tall tale, first off, I have no idea why you're still listening to this unless you <laughs> genuinely just do not care about spoilers. If you're still here. Spoilers don't bother you at all. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. If you got spoiled and you got to stern chasers. All right. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> no, that was the thing. I didn't want to know. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the fact that Stan has a ship, uh, that's a ghost ship that you can actually get on. First off, that's amazing. That's having, had that before uh and the fact that it has two mounted cannons that are personal cannons that you can use at the uh bow of the ship and they've moved the harpoons closer in towards the actual bowsprit is just absolutely crazy i i cannot imagine what fights are going to look like if uh ships get stern chasers on them and you have chain shot to knock masts down it is going to be an entire meta change i think for folks trying to run and uh you know if you get close enough because it's always going to come down to just whether or not you're within cannon range um i i gotta imagine those have got to be a little less powerful than a standard cannon i can't imagine that you could have the power of uh of of a ship cannon like standard on the front of your ship as you're chasing after someone that just seems really really unfair to the folks that are trying to just sail away um yeah especially given that there isn't really any recourse unless you want to risk having kegs aboard which most folks generally don't um (laughs) i mean maybe it only can fire cannonballs or something like that but mm. so far in the game we only have one type of cannon even the cannon rowboats it looks a little different but it's a regular cannon yeah uh, so yeah, they would need to create a new type of cannon. Maybe it has a little less range. Maybe it has a little less firepower. Maybe it can only do a small holes worth of damage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see, we haven't really seen a shakeup and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we've really seen a shakeup in the naval combat meta since, I mean, damage was added to ships well no chain shot no chain shot came in at the same time probably blunder bombs blunder bombs yeah that is probably the last thing that we saw yeah uh but i would be a i would be down for i i love the naval combat in sea of thieves i think it's one of the best things in the game that being Mm -hmm. said i would be fascinated to see how this works and like I know that Rare is very committed to the session-based progression, which I think is awesome. Um, One of the things that's kept the game going this long. But uh, that doesn't mean that you couldn't maybe upgrade your ship throughout a session someday. I don't know. Anything's possible. Yeah, I think think there's a real opportunity for this to get added. 
I am very curious to know if this is something that will make its way to the main game. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. There are some patch notes. Uh, I'll, I'll probably save those for next week to go over. Um, there's small things here and there, but there are some pretty good changes. Uh, and I'll probably want to talk about the actual aim assist uh, feature um, f that that week. Uh, as well but some good changes that came to the game definitely happy to see that uh, we're going to be getting um, more content through the pirate legends week and see what that's about as well as the rewards for that and generally honestly at this point i'm just looking forward to going back to monkey island tall tale 2 to be able to finish up those uh, commendations that i didn't look at beforehand and also just to kind of get back into that actual um the actual obstacle course again see what my best time could be get that achievement for that as well heck yeah Doug, as we're heading out, I have to ask, is there anything else you want to talk about or anything that you, you wanted to, uh, to, to shout out as we're kind of heading out for the podcast? Uh, you know, we talked about the uh, early access to tickets for Festa Legends 24, so keep that in mind. Yep. I would also throw out there, we're currently working on planning the like i said the fifth anniversary of the race of legends um i haven't talked about this anywhere yet but we are going to be doing a sea of thieves talent competition once again to celebrate the fifth nice. anniversary of the race of legends looks like we're going to have a full weekend of awesome content uh coming you guys's way uh and uh, i've also got an article up with more detail about that on the uh race of legends patreon i've got a fest of legends article up with some info and a race of legends fifth anniversary uh so if you're interested in those go check them out and yeah we've got a race tomorrow if you're listening to this friday night or saturday come join us twitch twitter youtube should be a good time fantastic doug thank you so much for joining uh on on this, this week's me. episode this is awesome yeah i'm glad we got a chance to do it this week with uh some more stuff to talk about as far as like fest of legends and race of legends um as well and uh yeah i think that's gonna do it so thanks everyone we'll do the normal outro and we'll see you all next week All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of the Keelhauled Podcast. Thank you again to Dread Pirate Doug for joining me this episode, uh, especially after some of the scheduling that we had to work out to be able to get this to happen. And again, hopefully you guys don't mind this being a little bit early. I've got a very busy anime weekend that I'm going to, as well as a bunch of games that I'm trying to do for uh, XEP as far as like Starfield coverage. I want to make sure that I get some time in there. Um, plus, I'm missing out on a whole bunch of other stuff that I wish I had time for so i wanted to try and get this knocked out and out there so that i knew i would have an episode for you because i didn't know if i was going to have time for the rest of this weekend so hopefully you guys enjoy this hopefully you forgive me for the friday episode um, and i will hopefully have the uh, youtube version out on monday as usual monday is a holiday so i will be doing uh more work on monday thankfully um to help kind of get this out but there's something about not having an episode ready at the start of monday that bugs me so that's why i wanted to get this out now as well as the fest of legend stuff that's going on with uh the race of or the the race of legend stuff that's going on saturday i want to make sure folks had an opportunity to jump into that if they wanted to go watch it which you should because it's always fun uh and shout out to the teams that work hard on practicing that kind of stuff but that's going to do it for this episode pirates if you want to get a hold of me there's plenty of ways to do that first off the show notes have uh, links to all of my contact information 
You can always jump into the Discord where the Sherpas are helping people out from time to time. Um, you can additionally uh, reach me on Twitter slash X at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. You can always email the show at C-A-P-T L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it. So Pirates, thank you. I love you. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.